Hello, everyone. I'm Katie. And I'm Chelsea. And this is You Can't Stop Me Loving K-Pop, a proud member of the geek to geek Media Network. On this week's episode, we are doing our Red Velvet Part 3, where we talk about the solo projects from the members of Red Velvet. But before we get into that, Katie, what have you been up to this week in K-pop? Um, well, I haven't done a lot because I mostly listen to music when I'm working and I didn't work at all this week. Um, yeah. So I, sorry. Um, I was, I watched, I did things. Okay. I'm here. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Um, (laughs) the straight kids comeback happened. Right. So I've been watching, I watched the music video. It was amazing. And then I've been watching all their live performances. And I would just like to comment that Han has a um, eye patch, but like his eye patch hits differently during these performances. And it's a little frustrating. (laughs) Okay. It's really weird. I don't know if you've watched, have you watched any of their performances? I played them while I was doing some cleaning, but I didn't like watch, watch. Okay. They're like... Like he he matches the eye patch to go with whatever outfit he's wearing, and it mm. looks so good. And it's just like he just looks like a sexy pirate, and it's not cool. Is it part of the outfit, or no. is it like he's wearing an eye patch for like medical reasons? Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's wearing an eye patch for a reason. <laughs> okay, because he was wearing in like one of the one of the things that they did. He had the like the medical one. Where it was mm-hmm. like the brown square with the 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 like breathe holes, the breathy hole things. Yeah, he was wearing that one, um, but he was wearing like he wore like a black one, a brown one, a white one, like a leather patch like over his eye. I don't know what's up with his eye. I have no idea. Like I wasn't, yeah, I didn't see anything about it, so I don't know what's up with his eye. But um, but yeah. Must not have affected his ability to perform or whatever. So they figured might as well go for it. No, he's still killing it. So it's totally fine. Um, I did watch their studio Choom, which was super good. Ooh, I need to watch that. Um, It was very good. Didn't watch the... I need to watch the um, fan cam versions of the studio Choom one, though. Because Mm. in Chambin's, um, Banchan makes an appearance. Okay. And homie be wearing a crop top. <laughs> so there's a lot of. Right. Everything happening. Because I saw it on TikTok where girls like, I was watching uh, Chumbin's um, fan cam for Studio Choom and Banchan makes an appearance. Let me show you. And I was like, oh, oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my, my, my. Um, I also watched their, them on um, on uh, Weekly Idol. Mm-hmm. It was so funny. Yeah. Um, they were doing the like whisper challenge thing or whatever, where they wear like the headphones and they like try to get the other person to like figure out what they're trying to say, mm-hmm. and they're like yelling at each other. Um, <laughs> when Chumbin put it on, Bunchan was like. He was like, chumbin, 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 chumbin. And he was like waving at him. And he said, um, walrus. 
in Korean and Chumin was staring at him. He was like, and then he repeats the word and he gets up out of the chair and immediately Chan grabs Felix and puts him in front of him. And I was like, if you're going to talk shit, bro, you better be able to handle it when he comes after you. <laughs> it was really funny. Especially him. I feel like he'd be the one to like go at you. It was so funny. It was so funny. I was dying. I was laughing so hard. Oh my God. Um, cause they're just absolutely ridiculous. Those people. And then there was like one point where, who was Hyunjin with? I think he was with Felix. Um, was it with Felix? But they were, t- oh, it was like Ian and Hyunjin. And one of them was like trying to be like the, the word was like angry birds. And so he was trying to like get Hyunjin to figure it out by saying like, uh, 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 Banchan when he had red hair and then <laughs> I don't know what Hyunjin thought he saw, but he was like, when he was naked, and then the camera immediately goes to, because <laughs> when he says naked, and then his face is like, and then he looks over at Bunchan, and Bunchan was like, what the f-? <laughs> He was like, covering himself, like, even though he's like, fully clothed, he was just like, what do you mean that I was naked? <laughs> oh, man, I'll have to watch this. It was really funny. Um, and then I went back and watched my favorite parts from the last got seven weekly idol appearance, because that is really funny when they're making fun of, uh, Bam Bam. Mm-hmm. So good. It's just JB's laugh that gets me every time. Um, exactly. JB also had his comeback this week. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched, I finally watched the music video today. So this is what happens. When you let them do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Is it sexy? It's not. It's more the song than anything. Because it has... Okay. I was reading the English subtitles, and I was like... Wow. What? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right. And it was really good, because, like, his his singing is super good. And then he, he did a collab with, um, with Jay Park... Right, and Jay Park's rap was really good on the song too. But oh my god, I, I thought "Switch It Up" was a certain like hit a certain way, but this song, which is called "By the Way," like BTW, super good, mm. super super good. Um, and then I got to go to the K-pop store and I picked up two albums. I finally found Dio's album. Oh, like, nice. After searching everywhere for it, they Excellent. had it. So I like I was gonna get another God Seven album that I didn't have, and I was like, nope, puts it back. <laughs> I was mm-hmm. like, I'm buying this, and there was only two of them left. Oh yeah, definitely. So I got it. It was absolutely beautiful. It's black and white, covered with roses. It's super pretty. Um, and then I got TXT's. I got one of the versions of TXT's repackage mm-hmm. that just came out. It was really good. Got great photo cards. Um, but yeah, had to rearrange. I did do that. I like did some rearranging of my K-pop shelf because oh, nice. I was trying to figure out how to get my damn Astro albums to fit on the shelf. Oh, <laughs> cuz it's like it's filled. Mm-hmm. And I like I ended up having to take two of them. I had to put um like Moonbin and Sana's albums Mm-hmm. Like somewhere else because they didn't fit on the shelf. Yeah, well, they're they're bigger, aren't they? They're like awkwardly big. 
Yeah, they're like the size of a um like a record. Yeah. A final record. Um I was trying to find ways to like stack the albums and rearrange them so like everything would fit. Mm-hmm. And then I just keep staring at my cause like Stray Kids and Seventeen are on the same shelf, knowing that the Stray Kids album came out. I only bought one version. I bought the special for the special edition one. Oh, okay. Um, but I know at some point I'm gonna want to buy the other two, and I was like, I don't know where I'm gonna put those. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I was finally able to get my Butter albums on my BTS like shelf and get my 2020 Memories box on there too. Mm-hmm. Um, had to rearrange some things. I'm. I don't know. I have a problem. I'm trying to sell some albums though. It's not working out so well. No. Well, I posted them. People are seeing them and liking them, but they're not buying them, which is unhelpful. <laughs> Albums are really hard to to sell unless they come with like stuff. Or... They absolutely come with everything that came in the album, including mm. the photo cards. My bad. My bad. <laughs> but yeah, that's all I got. What about you? What have you been doing? All right. Well... I have been very much enjoying Brave Girls' comeback for their repackage. Um, It's called After We Ride, which is in reference to the last song that they did before they went viral for Roland. Um, And the, like, theme of the video is basically, like, what would have happened to them or what they would have done after We Ride if they didn't go viral. Because they were, I mean, as we know, they were like four days away from disbanding Oh, before that video went viral. So the video was kind of about like what would happen to them, where they would be in their life if they didn't continue on being idols. Um, So it was a very like emotional but still upbeat song. It was kind of like, I was, I was thinking about it today and I was like, it's kind of like end of the movie song or like uh-huh. end credit song where you're like leaving the movie theater like wow they went through so much that was really good oh my god <laughs> <laughs> i know exactly what you're but talking still about upbeat, but... you know? <laughs> like, i just really like it it's a very like feel good song but mm-hmm. it, it's not like a summer bop the way that like their last one was but it was still very like emotional but fun and kind of makes you want to go like on a car ride kind of a thing you know it's very you're gonna suffer but you're gonna be happy about it oh no i mean you're not like crying or anything you're just kind of like it's just like that like feel good lots of like emotions kind of thing so i would be crying just saying i mean yeah you would you would be crying regardless so (laughs) wow you just you just said there you would as well it's because I, I'm I'm an emotional, sensitive human being, okay? You, you'd be happy crying. Let's just say that. Like, oh, they they did so well. Anyway, I also caught up on BTS Run. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because I'm, I actually, like, haven't caught up, caught up. I've just watched the latest, like, trilogy one that they did where they played Mafia, but, like, the second round of Mafia. <laughs> I have. 
haven't watched those ones yet. I did know that there was like an episode where they were like painting a house or building furniture or something. Oh, like, I did not watch that one. <laughs> I think that's the one that came out this week. Probably. I think, I think they're running out of things to do if they're building furniture and painting painting rooms. <laughs> they're probably just like, what do you guys want to do at this point? <laughs> they were probably like, I want to build furniture. So apparently I'm really not caught up then if I haven't. But I, that like, what is it? Those three episodes, um, Trinity was really wanting me to watch. So she like literally sat me down after we finished Nevertheless. And she's like, we're going to watch this. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, you finished it. Yes. I won't spoil you. Don't worry. I'm trying super hard. But like every time I go on YouTube, I keep seeing like. Yeah, it was potential spoilers. Hard. So it was I... hard to wait the two weeks until she came back from her vacation. But um. You got to finish it because we got to do a tea time episode on it, right? Oh, true. Yeah, I do need to finish it. I look. I was really into wanting to watch Once Upon a Time, which is what I did all week. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, and then other than that, I've been watching some of Restaurant Queendom, which is Red Velvet. Um, they're doing like a little series where they're making dinner for some of the staff that works with them mm-hmm. so they were like mainly irene and wendy were cooking and then the others were like taking orders and serving because apparently they're they're they do more harm than good in the kitchen oh my god <laughs> especially Sulgi, who just like breaks everything or drops everything oh boy um and then i think like they made like little gifts and like i think the first episode had their ar team so they were asking their ar team like like, hey, can you tell everyone, like, what you do for us and, like, kind of your part in, you know, helping us be Red Velvet? And, like, one of them was, like, a songwriter who wrote Queendom. You know, the other one had been there at the company almost as long as Sulgi had. And, like, so she had kind of watched that, watched Red Velvet form into, like, who they are now. And she would do a lot of the, like, choosing of the songs that they did like listening to a bunch of songs and suggesting them for the album kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. So it was actually like really fascinating to just hear all that, like the behind the scenes stuff, but also see them in the kitchen cooking and <laughs> doing stuff like that. Um, and then I've also been watching time to twice, which is twice's variety show. Um, they're doing this like weird sports day thing at a school but the way that it's filmed, they keep making it feel like there's some sort of, like, person watching them. They keep going, like, oh, who's there? The school's empty, but someone's watching. And I'm like, why are you doing this to me? They're having a lovely time playing sports. Why do you keep cutting to this creep thing? Oh, my God. That's weird. <laughs> so, yeah, that's pretty much what I've been watching. I need to catch up on a lot of, like, performances and stuff but i don't like watching that stuff on my phone if i can help it i like watching it on the tv Mm -hmm. because i think it just feels nicer so (laughs) is your cat wanting to join i know i'm so sorry he's he's being really vocal today it's okay is he all right (laughs) he's like no i'm pissed come here come here Katie's cat's joining the podcast, guys. Come on up. Yeah. But he likes, what are your thoughts on Red Velvet? He likes Red Velvet, I'm pretty sure. He's a Wendy stan. Oh, nice. <laughs> I think. 
very appropriate. Yeah, he... I don't know what his problem is. That's okay. But that's it. Yeah, that's pretty much it for me. Um, Katie, you very nicely wrote out some notes in This Week in K-Pop of some news. Boa celebrates her 21st anniversary. That's crazy. I know, right? That's such a long time. And she's still killing it. Yep. Uh, Red Velvet got their first win with Queendom. I think I saw that. That was really great. Eyes Ones, Jung Won Young, and An Yu Jin will debut in a new girl group under Starship Entertainment. It's kind of nice to see all these girls going off to form groups and stuff, just because, you know, we get to see more of them in the future, hopefully. Astro released a Japanese single, All Good. I have not watched that. I need to watch that. I haven't either. I actually didn't know that they did. I actually recently just found out like yesterday or today that uh, One Us also did. Yeah, One Us released a Japanese single for... Oh, is it the Japanese version of Black Mirror? Yeah. Gotcha. Everglow released a single, Promise, as a part of the UNICEF project that they are participating in. That was really beautiful. They were wearing like very pretty flowy nightgown looking dresses in like a field it's very nice soft filters which is very like soft for them Mm -hmm. because typically ever goes in like leather and intense (laughs) (laughs) outfits this is a lot pretty (laughs) sorry the cat the cat touched my foot and it scared me oh my gosh he's demanding to be a part of this episode he's under my desk hopefully he's eating the spider that bit me continue i'm so sorry you're totally fine scared the shit out of me what is that oh he was playing with the bottle cap i dropped earlier oh oh my god i'm so sorry it's okay you okay yeah i threw the bottle cap so keep them occupied okay good BTS released a new version of Butter featuring Megan the Stallion. There was definitely a lot of talk around that and, a, you know, how it was released and everything going on with contracts and such. But I think it's been performing pretty well. We'll see if it gets on Billboard. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, JB's first solo album, Somo Fume. Is it? Mm-hmm. Is that what it's called? Somo Fume? Yeah. Cool is out now so please go check it out support jb uh lee lee he released a pre-release single called only stray kids new album is out now please show thunderous lots of love it's it's crazy how how good that is i i wasn't sure of it at first because i was there's so much going on both in the music and the video, but then I feel like the more that I listen to it without the video, I like am cat like it's so catchy. I really really like it. It's super good. The video is great too. Not I'm not saying the video isn't. It, it was just so much going on in my eyes and my ears. It's a lot. It's a lot to take in, especially with like Banchan's abs just being like everywhere. Very true. Um, let's see. Comebacks coming soon. For NCT127, Young K, Wano, Lisa, Stacy, ATs, MCND, Ace, Repackage, and Omega X. It's a lot of stuff coming, guys. It's so much, and I'm pretty sure that's not even like everything. 
Probably not. <sighs> and then Wow of Ace announced he will be starting his military service soon. So yeah. that's pretty sad. Yep. Very a lot nice. of stuff. A lot of stuff going on in K pop. Um, as always. There's but today- also Oh, sorry. Oh no, you go. <laughs> um, so like so you know how um do you remember a while back it's been a long time um where when mont like announced that they were changing their name to like mont arena or something mm-hmm. and then like they they introduced a new member and they were supposed to like start subgroups of mont right yeah um and they had this new member that they introduced at he was like there he was emceeing their meet and greet at a cafe in atlanta mm-hmm okay um, and then obviously like COVID happened, so nothing like went forward with that. Apparently he's like touring in the US or something. Not with Rhoda. Like Rhoda's not with him. Like Rhoda's still in Korea. But like he's like touring or something. On his own? Like he's Yeah. With like, I mean, as like part of Mont, but like hmm. I keep trying to figure out, like, where he is or something, because, like, he was somewhere in the South, and then I don't know what else, because he's from, like, New York or something, so, like, he was living here, but he did some stuff with, like, collab stuff with Rhoda, so I think he was in Korea for, like, a little while, but, yeah, Hmm. if anybody has any more information on that, (laughs) let me know. Very interesting. All right. Well, today we are here to finish off our Red Velvet series, part three, um, with our solo projects from the members or solo subunit projects from the members. Um, Today we are starting off with Irene and Solgi's Monster, the Holy... Well, I mean, we didn't listen to the Holy P, but Monster. And then I included Naughty because that was like the second single that they promoted with. And there was a lot of, like, content with it as well. Mm-hmm. And it's also just really good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, real quick, um, I have a little l- stuff about Monster before we discuss our thoughts and opinions. Rolling Stone says, Monster is one of the most standout singles of the year, thanks to its fascinating use of dark pop and dubstep. The highlight... Of the instrumentation that makes the track unforgettable is, of course, the eerie modulated vocal melody that follows the chorus line, I'm a little monster. It sounds kind of like a little girl's voice and is reminiscent of a horror movie or something out of a nightmare. I thought that was a pretty um, great description (laughs) of what the song sounds like. Um, All right. Katie. This, was this your first time ever hearing this? Like, did you recognize it at all when you listened to it? Um, no, I don't think I've listened to this song before. All right. So what were your thoughts? Um, my first thought was just, wow. It was extremely impressive. Um, I loved all of their outfits mm-hmm. throughout the entire video. Um, also their vocals are literal perfection and they sound super good together Mm -hmm. and (laughs) the visuals for this video were just like overwhelming. Like it was a lot to take in just on a single viewing. Yeah. 
probably needed to watch it like a bunch more times, but, um, but like overall it was like really, really well done. Um, the video itself was like very high quality, very well done. Um, and they're just, they have like insane vocals and stuff and just very good dancers. Cool. Yeah. I included the, like a stage performance of them performing it, which I thought was cool because the choreography for this is really, um, it's just really unique for K-pop. And I think they like did a really good job of like, they quite literally formed a monster at like the beginning and the end, you know, like with the dancers, they form like the head of the monster. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there was, there was very much like a style with this and naughty, um, in terms of the choreography and whatnot. Uh, yeah. So I found an article it's on koreaboo.com, which I like not a huge fan, <laughs> but this article was like one of the few that actually discussed kind of the meaning or like kind of tried to, um, form a theory of what the music video was kind of trying to give. And in this article, which I'll include in the show notes, it talks about four like horror movies or four movies that this video might be kind of referencing or be drawing like cinematic inspiration from. Um, so they think it's kind of drawing like, um, like drawing inspiration from like a lot, of, obviously a lot of horror movies. So I just wanted to read a little bit from that. The first one they think it draws inspiration from is the Carmilla theory. Uh, sorry, Carmilla is the movie. No, the first theory is the Carmilla theory. 1870s novella Carmilla by Joseph Sheridan Le Fanu. I don't know if I pronounced that right. Is one of the earliest known vampire books, even older than Dracula, alongside marking the origins of a popular genre that spawned franchises like Twilight. Carmilla is also known for its heavy lesbian undertones, which I think you can kind of see a little bit within mm-hmm. the music video you see a lot of like Irene and Solgi kind of coming up real close together giving off those kind of undertones um and uh someone from twitter apparently had said uh there were several parallels between Carmilla and monster for example the monster lyrics reference a monster who creeps into your dreams depicting a scene with Irene standing over Solgi's bed in a white nightdress in Carmilla, the particular vampire appears in the protagonist's dreams dressed in a white nightdress. And in the article, they include like a little screen cap of the photo or from the music video. The set and styling also match the Victorian era. Carmilla was written in perfectly gothic stained glass windows and innocent white dresses reminiscent of the period making appearances throughout. The second theory is The Handmaiden Theory. The 2016 movie The Handmaiden starring um, Kim Min-hee and Kim Tae-ri is one of the most critically acclaimed Korean films of all time. Set in colonial-ruled Korea, the movie reimagines lesbian novel Fingersmith by Sarah Waters. Revloves were quick to notice the similarities between the styling of Monster and The Handmaiden, leading Twitter fans to do some digging. It was soon discovered that bridal and lingerie boutique Lingerie Han, 
made the outfits for both Monster and the Handmaiden. Ah. Mm-hmm. Um, beyond that, on Twitter, they even noticed cinematic parallels between the framing of several shots in both pieces of media. And then the article includes, like, pictures and stuff that are similar. Really, it's just the whole, like, one putting a hand on the other, like, tucking their hair behind their ear. I mean, I don't know if that's really a parallel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. And so forth. I mean, I don't know if we want to go all over all of this, but basically they just feel like there's a lot of kind of, it's not like the music video is referencing one movie or one storyline. It feels like it's kind of like similar themes throughout these different movies in terms of like lighting styles of clothing and um, even the fact like the lyrics referencing um one individual, two shadows, like that kind of thing. So there's a lot more in that article if you want to read that. Going back to my notes. Um, I obviously really, really liked Monster. When it came out, I had very little knowledge of Red Velvet. Um, I think I talked a little bit about that in the last episode. But then I heard this was coming out, and I don't know why, but I was just like, I really want to listen to this. And I listened to it and I was blown away and I like listened to this EP on a loop for like a month. It was great. <laughs> um, and then they also came out with content for Naughty, which is the second single on this EP. And I really like that as well. So I listen to Monster and Naughty like all the time. It's on my like general favorite K-pop playlist. But Katie, what did you think of Naughty? Um, so we watched the choreography video Mm -hmm. and I like their coordinated hand motions were just Mm -hmm. like, that's incredibly hard. So like the dancing itself, right? Like the, um, like movement of their bodies and stuff, like it doesn't seem like it would be super hard but every single like move that they made had to be perfectly choreographed like perfectly coordinated between the two of them and they're doing so many different like moves with just their hands or their arms that that would be way more difficult than doing like an intense dance routine I feel like yeah and it's very very intricate so I think the official word for it is tutting Mm -hmm. which is like linked a lot with voguing Okay. And so it's it's very much within that like culture of voguing. Okay, gotcha. In the style in which that they're doing it. Um so it's a very I think that's like actually the technical term. But yeah, you can see a little bit of this in Monster as mm-hmm. well, but I feel like with Naughty, they take it to like a whole nother level. Um that would take a lot of practice because not only do they do a lot with their hands but the their hands also guide the camera mm-hmm. and then they're doing a lot of choreo like interlocked with each other and then I specifically picked this video versus like the actual official video that they released not that it's like there was an official music video but there was like an official video I don't know I don't know how to explain it um but I liked this one because they did the choreo with the hands coming out from the camera. Yeah. And like that whole POV, like point of view, I just thought it was amazing. 
And I don't know. I just like the style of that music video better. There. Um, um, yeah. Because, like, not only is it super complicated with two people, and then you throw in, like, I think they had four backup dancers or more than that. They had, like, five, four or five, maybe six, mm-hmm. all doing the same thing. And, like, yeah, they and were. Has to per- all be in sync. They were perfectly in sync. It was super good. It was very, very impressive. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if maybe this and Monster were like neck and neck for being the title track. And then they finally like went with Monster because yeah. Naughty to me is like title track quality. Oh, yeah, absolutely. For sure. Um, the rest of the EP is very good. I highly recommend. Mm-hmm. Um, it also includes like. I think the last song on the EP is a Solgi solo, but I think it's like maybe a cover. Cool. Yeah. All right. Moving on to Wendy. Wendy released an EP called Like Water. And uh, for Like Water, Wendy stated that she wrote the lyrics. I just wanted to thank you for believing in me, inspired by the fans and voiced it and with particular affection. And I think even in the music video, the t- that line is like printed as a subtitle within the music video oh. because this obviously came after her injuries that she was, you know, out for such a long time for. And I think this song was kind of like her gift back to the fans mm-hmm. for sticking through her all that time. Yeah. She says she revealed that like water is about hope and gratitude and was a healing song written for her fans. So, musically, Like Water was described as an acoustic pop ballad and modern rock song. Juan uh, Hyjin of Newson noted the track for harmonizing lyrical guitar riffs, bands, and string sounds. JT Early of Beats Per Minute called called it as a song with an enchanting pop rock ballad with warm guitar, soaring strings, and a general sense of triumph. The song is composed in the key of G major with a tempo of 84 beats per minute. Lyrically, the song compares each other's existence and meeting to water, which is indispensable in life, further adding to the message of hope for a new journey with gratitude to the precious people who stood by her side. Ruby C of NME described how the song represents people needing one another and helping to fill each other up just as a person should not be without water. Oh. Yeah, so it's a very, very beautiful song with a very beautiful meaning. So, Katie, how did you like like Water? I loved it. I absolutely love Wendy's voice. It's just mm-hmm. magical. <laughs> like, it's just so beautiful. Um. I really like the video, though. Like, I really love the look because it had that, like, soft filtering over it where it looked kind of vintage, which was really mm-hmm. cool. Um, it was just really beautifully done. And she's just amazing. I don't know. Like, yeah, I think her vocals just sound like effortless. Not mm-hmm. that's not to say she obviously didn't put a ton of effort into it, but her vo- her voice sounds so easy in that it doesn't sound like she's struggling at all to hit all the notes that she's hitting. Um, I really, I watched a video of like classic musicians react to for this song in particular, and they were vocalists who were reacting specifically. 
And they were just like, yeah, this sounds like she's not even trying, but like in the most beautiful way, as in like, she's not struggling in, in any way. I saw a comment on the live one, the band version, mm. that said that um, no one else can sing this song like she can. Mm-hmm. And it said that like SM has this like trend of having solo it like people who put out a solo album have songs that like no other person could ever sing in the same way that the person the song is for can sing and like they gave um like they said uh beckyan's like unvillage like oh and like this song (laughs) too (laughs) yeah like there's just specific songs that like there's no other way that any other person would ever sing the song as good like they can absolutely try and probably get pretty close to mm-hmm. making it just as beautiful but like like there's no other person other than wendy that could sing this song like she does exactly there's a very specific sound that she acquires within this like even when they were reacting to it they watched the music video first and they were like wow like it just sounds like perfect like mm-hmm. almost to the point where they feel like it had been smoothed over like with production Mm-hmm. And then they watched the live version and they were like, oh, no, that was just her. That was, that was just her. Like, she almost fa- sounds like she's been produced, but live. Like, it's, she just sa- like her her vocal like technique is insane. It was um, like the live band version of the song. Like, not only is the song like it is emotional, but then you add the live band to mm-hmm. it and it just makes the song even more emotional but like watching her like because she said she was nervous and she, her hand was shaking and stuff and she was very nervous to sing the song like with a live band and live but it was so effortless like mm-hmm. like it didn't even look like she was like like it was just so easy for her like i'm sure it's not like she you oh, know yeah. has to practice and she has to like you know maintain her voice and all of those stuff but like she does it in such a way where it just looks like it's not like she's just like oh, i just thought i'd sing today yeah like <laughs> just no like, big oh, deal there you go you're welcome <laughs> yeah and and it's in the best way possible because like it's very clear that she tries really hard she puts a lot of effort into it she works really hard to you know have that that ability to make it look like it's just effortless and Mm -hmm. it was just so good and the live version was even better yeah than the recorded one and that one was already really good exactly that's why i had to include that one because Mm -hmm. she just kills it she just absolutely kills it well i also included a live performance of when the rain stops which was Mm -hmm. the second track that she promoted alongside alongside with it um in all honesty this whole ep is is just so like it's just so like not to get like punny it's so fluid in terms of like Mm -hmm. you can listen to the whole thing on loop and it just has like the perfect flow to it okay it's not like jarring where like one song's really soft and the other one's really loud like they all kind of flow from one to the other very naturally it's a very calming album to listen to so i Mm -hmm. highly recommend sticking it on and listening to the whole thing she even does a duet with Sulgi called best friend i think it's best friend 
Mm-hmm. Um, that's very, very good. Um, but we watched the live performance for When the Rain Stops. And then how did you like that one? Um, I was slightly upset because the the video sound quality wasn't super great. <laughs> it was <laughs> very upsetting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was very clear that her mic needed to be turned up. Yeah. Like for her. Um, but besides that, like it was very good. Like it was absolutely beautiful. The set that they had her perform that she performed on was was very well done. Um just amazing she looked really beautiful and she just killed that song live yeah she's just like i'm here i'm singing it's fine don't worry about it like oh yeah i mean you couldn't hear any sort of like mix on her like it sounded like a hundred percent i mean i don't know if it is i'm not i'm not very um good at picking up those things but to me it sounded like just straight live vocal all right um we now move on to Joy, who came out with her EP called Hello. Um, on May 17th, it was announced that Hello will be released on May 31st, consisting of six remake songs released from the 1990s to the 2000s. On May 26th, Jatem was pre-released, and the song is a remake of the same name song sung, sorry, sung by Hey, released in 2001. The album contains six covers of classic songs from the 1990s and 2000s. The title track is a modern rock remake of singer Park Hai Kyung's Hello, released in 2003. The song features Joy's cool vocals in harmony, cheerful brass, and a speedy arrangement. And its lyrics share a hopeful message to forget the past and to welcome a new day. Jotem is a cover of the song released by Hey in 2001, and the song was reinterpreted from the track's original fresh and j- jazzy vibes into a colorful and classical arrangement. The track includes a dance-like piano performance and has an elegant string melody that maximizes the fantastic atmosphere of it. The lyrics are noted for Joy's lovely confession with a sweet note. So what was cool about uh, Joy's whole promotion is they released a lot of videos that kind of contained like a storyline. Um, I didn't include all of those videos only because I I just didn't I didn't want to like overload you with a ton of videos. Um, but they were like little like storyline videos with Hello kind of being apparently like the prequel which i think she talks a little bit about in the reaction video that i put included in mm-hmm. this playlist um but yeah the cp is kind of a bit more like fun and bright um even in like the, the concept of the ep you know wendy goes with her color her color being blue like water and so it's very like soft blues and like soft pastels whereas joy her color is green so her album had a green concept with very 2000s 90s like like styling which is obviously very big right now lots of um bright colors and fun fashion that kind of thing um so we watched hello And then we watched Joy and Wendy react to Hello. (laughs) And we watched a Tim. So, Katie, how did you like Hello? 
Um, I first have questions about the random child that she, like, found and then, like, took with her on all her adventures to get her home. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was cute, but I have questions about, like, not taking the child to the authorities. <laughs> um, right. Fair uh, enough. Yes. Uh, but it was very cute. Um, Joy's voice is much higher than I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it though, and the video was very precious. I loved all the things that like they did, like the different people that they met along the way, trying to get the little girl back to her house. Questions on why she was so far away from home. Because oh yeah, it, it clearly. I, mean, I don't took... think you're supposed to think too much about I was, it. I was thinking too hard about it because I was like, <laughs> they were gone for days. Like she took days to take her home. Yeah. Um, because there was clearly like it was like day and then it was nighttime and then it was day mm-hmm. and then it was nighttime again. And I was like, how did this <laughs> child end up on this random road in the middle of nowhere? Um, fair enough. Fair enough. Yes. But I did like the video where I like started out with like her in her apartment, right? Like clearly just like getting over a bad breakup and like, um, bunch of like clothes and food boxes and just like belongings sort of like everywhere and she does the whole thing where she like cleans up and then goes on a a solo trip by herself which isn't so solo when she finds the random child just like in the middle of the street (laughs) um but yeah so it was it was a very cute video like she sang the song beautifully um i wonder what the original one sounded like since it's a a cover um, I have not listened to it. I also find it very interesting that this whole album is just like all covers. I don't know. I don't know what the decision was around that. If that was something that she wanted. Yeah. I'm not exactly sure. Huh? There wasn't any, uh, there wasn't any information that I could find. It could have just been, that's the kind of concept that she wanted to do, or that's just like what SM kind of thought to do i don't know i have no idea interesting i mean it was really really good and she did a great job um mm-hmm. with it i think it like suited her mm-hmm. in terms of she's very she's very cute and cheery and you know that kind of thing um i didn't include any live performances just because i was trying to keep it to like three videos per member and i really wanted you to watch the music video reaction just because i adored it um but her performances were just so fun and even in the music video like every time she says like hello it's just so cute and it just it's just so bright and (laughs) she's too happy for me like it was too much happiness (laughs) do you not feel like you were in a better mood after watching it no no i got i got i have i have a fractured toe and then i got bit by a spider on that same foot and then (laughs) on my knee of that same leg so i'm i'm not in a nice place right now <laughs> oh no it's fine it was a cute video though like it was it, it was, was very very, very well done yeah we got to learn a lot of information of like the making of the video within the music video reacts with wendy um because she was telling wendy all about the stuff like the fact that the little girl um you know she <laughs> they filmed in jeju island uh-huh. And the little girl and all the extras were all uh, from Jeju. Is your cat trying to <laughs> come, out, come out again? It's fine. Just keep going. <laughs> He's being real needy today. Sorry. Aww. It's okay. It's okay. 
cats come first. Um, but yeah, we learned that everyone in the music video pretty much was from Jeju Island. So they were all local people um, from the island and they were all so sweet. And she talked about how hard they all worked for her and, you know, how well the video came out because they all worked so well with her. And she said she had a really fun time with the young girl in filming it and they just had a lot of fun and the parents were actually her parents in the music video oh so i thought that was kind of cute that's adorable yeah and then wendy was just very she was she was very cute and she was like oh my god that was perfect everything about it was perfect and you could tell joy was just like like she just felt so nice about having her you know appreciated that way and everything wasn't there like a moment in the reaction one where she was like, you get to see this first, like before the other members and they were like, yes. Solgi's going to be really angry with me. And I was like, dang, <laughs> it's <very> girl. True. <laughs> it's very true. I think they're all like pretty close and yeah, it was, that's funny. I think Solgi probably would be jealous. She'd be like, what? I wanted to see it first. Why didn't you invite me to the reaction? <laughs> well, what was funny is that Wendy did a reaction video with Joy uh-huh. Like for for Wendy's video, okay, that's so probably I think that, why. I think they just swapped it. Yeah, um, I think I think it was Joy. I'm pretty sure. It, I'm pretty sure it was Joy. I could be totally wrong. Could have been Solgi, but um, and then we watched Atem, which was pretty. Did you like that one? It was very adorable. Um, she has a great voice, and the song was really beautiful. Um, yeah. Yeah, beautiful. I liked all the aesthetics of the like flowery, like pretty mm-hmm. aesthetic. Joy Joy looks really pretty and very like like a feminine aesthetic, like the dress and the flowers and the uh huh. Like you almost look like she like could have like a tea <laughs> on that set. You know what I mean? Like go go to like have tea. Oh, are we going for tea? Yes, this is a, the wrong <laughs> podcast. Wrong podcast. <laughs> Um, no, yeah, I don't know. So I thought that was really fun. Uh, do you have, I mean, I I hate to make you choose a favorite, but was there like a one, one or two that stood out to you that you kind of enjoyed the most? Um, I really liked like water a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, also really liked monster. Sweet. They were both very well done. Like all, I mean, all, all the music videos were done very, very well. I just really enjoyed uh, like water was like it's the complete opposite songs right like for of yeah. each other um but i liked the soft concept of like water and just how like very ballad it was i love a good like ballad song um also you know how much i like red velvet's like velvet side and monster true. was like taking that to the next level which i really liked so very very true I, th- I think with the solo works, they were able to really show different styles to what they usually do. Mm-hmm. Um, I think with, you know, with Irene and Solgi, they're the older members. And I think they were kind of able to do like a more mature concept. Wendy, obviously, like her her vocals are out of this world. So for her to do like a ballad like that just highlighted everything for her. And for Joy... You know, she's got, like, a very bubbly, cute personality, so it just made sense that she did very, like, cute 
um, fun concept with a really great storyline that she got to act in. And she obviously does a lot of acting. So I think it all highlighted their, their best features in a really great way. I can't wait for um, Yeti to do something on her own. I don't know what she would want to do, but, or if she would even want to do a solo project, but I'd be curious to see what she could do and like what, you know, style they would go with. Oh man. What styles left? I mean, (laughs) she comes out with a rock album. Like, (laughs) dude, that would be sick. (laughs) I have no idea what style she would want to do. Although in restaurant queendom, they talked about how young she was for, um, I think it was automatic, right? Mm -hmm. That was the first one that she was in automatic. Uh Uh-huh. I think. Yeah. And they talked about like, you know, oh my gosh, you were so young when you performed that. Like, did you even really understand it or feel like you connected with the concept? Just meaning like, Mm -hmm. it was obviously a very kind of like mature, like song and everything. And she said, honestly, like that style is more my style that I gravitate towards. So I feel like I could perform it better now than I did then. Gotcha. And I was like, interesting. I would like to see that. Like, <laughs> so also who knows? Terrifying. Okay. <laughs> Very true. But like, that would be kind of cool to see her mm-hmm. either redo like, or, you know, redo that song with everyone now or to do something along the lines of that. Yeah. So, all right. Any final thoughts or bits before we wrap up our Red Velvet series? Uh, I'm planning on listening to all the solo albums at some point, maybe this week, hopefully. Cool. Nice. Excellent. Well, uh, I think that's going to wrap up this week's episode of You Can't Stop Me Loving K-Pop. The show notes for this episode and every episode can be found on our website, anchor.fm slash lovingkpoppodcast. Feel free to reach out to us via Twitter or Instagram by using the handle at lovingkpoppod. Make sure you give us a follow as well. And if you want to chat with us in real time, you can join our Slack workspace or our Discord server. Invite links for those will be included in our show notes. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and basically every other podcast app available. And be sure to stay tuned at the end of the episode for a promo from all the shows on the Geek2Geek Media Network. And don't forget to visit geek2geekmedia.com to find out more about all of our network's podcasts and streamers and blog. And until next time, bye. Bye. When toxic culture has you down. When you're just looking to laugh and have fun. Kick back and enjoy watching a video game. Or just make some new friends. It's time to visit the Geek2Geek Media Network. A community of podcasters, streamers, and bloggers. Well, more of a family than a community. All dedicated to geeking out about the things we love. Things like... Video games! Star Wars! Comics! Movies, K-pop, Disney Plus, Keanu. Keanu Reeves, New, or whatever our community decides is the next best thing. That's right. We have a great online community on Slack and Discord where we chat about our weekly geekery with listeners and viewers. And each other. 
Yep, and each other in real time. And we can't wait for you to join us. So come check us out at geek2geekmedia.com. And escape toxic fandom for something much more... Keanu? Yes, Keanu.